Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Boomer and Geo on The Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Top studio, Boomer Asias and Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are in the free Odyssey app, good Thursday morning. Boomer will be back tomorrow for a feel-good Friday. Still out in Vegas. He's flying back today after the Super Bowl's greatest commercials shoot. And then we'll be heading out to Vegas ourselves on Sunday. It means that Jerry is back in for Boomer. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Good morning, Greg. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. What is the uh, the status of Jerry Recco right now after an 8.30 tip and a rough loss for the Scarlet Knights last night at the rack? Where, how are we feeling this morning? I feel fantastic. Not a great night. Uh, rough night for the Scarlet Knights, but I feel fine. I'm good to go. Uh, where are we right now with the sleep? How did you uh, sleep last night? How many hours? We Four. We got four. Uh, a little less, but yeah, I'll say we'll round it up to four. All right, you'll take that. Yeah, no, we're okay. Then you know what? The game went uh, relatively quickly, low scoring, um, but for the most part, all good. Got out of there about eleven fifteen or so, eleven twenty. <sighs> yeah, man, oh, man. little. And it was funny that the theme of so there was one fan that goes this is behind us. He goes, "Why exactly? They do it for TV, obviously, which mm-hmm. is why the eight thirty start. How come the Purdue Northwestern game?" Two schools that are an hour behind us, right? Because they're right. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. one hour behind us. Why did they get a game at five thirty and we had to play it not not at eight thirty, eight forty two? Stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. Doesn't Very make stupid. any sense. Yeah, but whatever. It is what it is, and um, we move on. Eleven fifteen. I was in my third REM <laughs> cycle at that point. Eleven fifteen. I'll come in the bathroom twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I slept great last night, man. It was you. awesome. It was essentially an, an open night. For me, I told you I wasn't going to get into this Kevin Durant return. Didn't care about him when he was here. Certainly don't care about him now when he's on the Suns. Yeah. So uh, screw that. Went to bed early. I feel uh, phenomenal. Now, yesterday was a, a very interesting day. We were talking about uh, Golden Knights games with Peter Schwartz and my old Italian teacher called up from Belport Middle School. Today is going to be potentially even more interesting. I'm looking forward to this. Because two things. Ooh, two. Two things. One... We and I guess several other radio stations, but we'll be uh, debuting Billy Joel's new song. Oh, at least today. a portion of it, yes. Oh, very cool. A portion of it uh, at 7 a.m., so one hour from now. New music from Billy Joel. I mean, this is the first time he's put out a new song since that River of Dreams thing, right? Is that the 90s? Yeah, River I think Dreams? so. 92-ish? Right around there. 95, yeah. Okay. Somewhere in there. So when I probably had Vito Caparuso as an Italian <laughs> teacher was when that song came out. That's right. Uh, so first time it's uh, was to turn the lights back on or something. What is the name of it? Turn the lights. The lights are on. 
Turn the Lights Back On. Mm. That's what it is. Turn okay. the Lights Back On, uh, a new song. So we'll play a, uh, a portion of that at 7 o'clock. And then 8 o'clock, the much controversial around these parts, apparently, O's the Mentalist mm. will come in and try to blow our minds. And as I said yesterday, if you don't know O's, you got to look them up on social media. If you saw Hard Knocks with the Jets, crazy stuff. He's done stuff all over the last number of years that has really been impressive. But uh, he is a guy that's going to come in and see, as I mentioned yesterday, four of the most cynical people on earth. <laughs> the cynicism level between the four of us is off the charts. You cannot match it with any other four people in the world. And I feel confident in that, in the fact that we grew up in the tri-state area. We are radio guys. I mean, that's the, the cynicism right there is just <laughs> we commute. Yes. I mean, it is. It, it's so if he if he can convince us that he does something special, he can convince just about anybody. So that'll uh, that'll happen at 8 a.m. this morning and coming in, in the middle of a stretch of weather that has been horrific around here. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen the sun in 10 days. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. And then we go out to Vegas and don't see the sun for <laughs> nine days. <laughs> so that's going to no, be great. No, I'm confident we will for a couple of those. Yeah, you yeah, think? Yeah, I am for a couple of those. Just a couple of days? The entire week? Not so much, but a couple of days we'll get it. And we made it through January. Yeah, I know. February 1st, amazing, isn't it? One of the three death months, I call them. January, February, March. We have made it through one of them. Death month? The death months. Yes, because if you make it through that, you have survived... Survive the winter. This one, January's rough. This one to me is just as bad. And the extent, I think this is a leap year, I, I believe, right? It so is, we have yeah. the February 29th. The dumbest thing ever. Like, make June 31st a leap year. Add another day in June. Yes. Add another day in February. Nobody wants another day in I February. I do like that idea. But Not around here, at least. This to me is the month. You get through February, now we're good. Because even March can be awful, but at least there's hope that spring is right there. Yeah. February by far, if, if you're drafting the worst months, February is at the top. Yep. It's 100% number one. Mm. And then January, Mar March is tough too. January is probably number yes, two. Yes, but March can give you hope. It can. That's the difference. You might see a red-breasted robin, maybe a daffodil towards the end of the yeah. month. Something. Give us some hope. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is February. And we did go through this athletic article yesterday with the Jets and both of us Saw some stuff in there, but weren't overly blown away. I know BT after us said it was like the worst uh, referendum on a New York head coach in a very long time uh, with the stuff that was in there with Rob Sala, with Diana Rossini and Zach Rosenblatt of The Athletic. And I, I don't even think that the stuff that was in the article was as bad as what happened after this dropped, which is that. Joe Douglas's top lieutenant, the guy who has been with him for so long that he brought over when he got this job, essentially gets fired after this article comes out. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but you're going to have to convince me and sit me down and and for hours to believe something otherwise the fact that this guy was found out that he was feeding information I to Diana Rossini and Zach Rosenblatt. Could not agree more. And on top of it, this is the second time that this has happened mm -hmm. with the Jets. Yeah. The first time with Zach Rosenblatt and Diana Rossini was the story about Zach Wilson being reluctant to go back in and start after the Tim Boyle experiment and how that didn't work out. And then immediately after all of that, Tim Boyle gets benched, then cut. And the story was at least Boomer had kind of gathered information at that time and said basically it was tim boyle's agent 
because Tim Boyle was talking to his agent saying, I heard Zach is reluctant to play. Then Tim Boyle's agent was like, goes to the athletic people to put it out there. Like, like, are you going to bench my guy when this guy doesn't even want to go back in there? Then Tim Boyle cut right away. So the article's one thing because you're like, I don't know how true it is. And they're, they're dropping it now because no one's talking about anything around the Jets. And this is the perfect time to get people talking about it. But once you see twice now, people get jettisoned from the organization immediately after these reports and when Aaron Rodgers publicly has talked about snuffing out the leaks in the building, that to me confirms that that place is a disaster. Yeah, no, no question. And the fact that he got fired yesterday or mutually agreed to part ways absolutely tells me that he had to have had some part in this. To me, the article, as I said yesterday, is just beating a dead horse. I mean, it was a lot of the stuff that we knew highlighted maybe a little bit more, maybe a couple of new wrinkles in there, but it was more of the same. It's a lot of what we thought. Um, but I do think that this is part of trying to figure out where the leaks are coming from so that this stuff doesn't happen again. I'm sure if you run down many of these NFL teams, like, do you think that the Josh McDaniels-led Raiders wasn't dysfunctional? Oh, sure Of course it was, but there's no exposés written on them for whatever reason. Um, Do you think any team that fired their head coach, you think the commanders were, and I I think Ron Rivera is a good coach, but it didn't go well there. You think that was a cohesive group behind closed doors all season? Is there losing game after game after game? I mean, this is what happens when teams don't play well. So none of it's a surprise to me. I thought it was a lot more of the same with a couple of wrinkles. But the big question would be, have the Jets rid themselves of the leak so that this stuff doesn't happen again. I know they said 30 sources inside and out. Well, we can all find sources outside, but if you got someone on the end like that, that's a win. Oh, sure. I mean, and then, you know, Rex Hogan, it's funny because CeeLo brought this up too, where when Rex Hogan was fired and then you see some of the NFL people out there going, Rex Hogan, very well respected in the scouting community, all this stuff, which is basically, once again, confirming that Rex yeah. Hogan was a source to these guys because they're going out there and kissing his ass after he gets fired. Uh, whereas guys like us know exactly what's going on. And I mean, it's it's almost like the Jets wanted to behead him in the town square. I'm serious. No, I understand. Make, Make him an, an example. example. Uh, yes. I, yep. Just like they did with Tim Boyle. Yeah. It's like, hell, you going to do this? And we're going to show Aaron Rodgers that we're snuffing out the leaks. We're going to mm. tell him, look, you wanted these guys gone. Uh, that were leaking stuff to the media, and we did it. Not once, but twice. Yeah. Oh, man. I still think the worst line in all of it is for jo- is that line about the assistant GM thing. Like, I'm Joe Douglas. I got to read that and just cringe that that's how people think of me. Yeah, and the line was that Joe Douglas is not the GM. Aaron Rodgers is the yeah. GM, and Joe Douglas is the assistant yes. GM. Yes. And, you know, for a guy that brokered that deal, you know, and has done... In some places, good in the draft. Other places, not so good in the draft. Uh, went out and got the players, whether or not they were who Aaron Rodgers wanted or not. I mean, they've assembled a good defense. There are parts of this team that you do like. To read that, that's a rough one. That is, a, especially if that's how NFL types think of you. Yeah. I mean, that's what we said. And yeah, we I joked know, about it. And now you've got all these other sources that are saying that's exactly the way it is. Like. Like when we talk about Aaron Boone being controlled by Brian Cashman, I remember you know, Aaron Boone would fight back on that. He hated that. There's been several times that he, even when he had, we had him in here, he shot us a look when we, we brought that up. And he would fight against that. 
Um, and, and I still believe that there's a lot of influence from the front office with the Yankee manager. But, I mean, th- this is... <laughs> For for us to say that Aaron Rodgers is running the team, and then with thirty sources going and basically confirming that yeah. and saying that Joe Douglas is an assistant GM, they're going down with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's what it is. It's just you're either you you're living and you're dying with a forty year old quarterback off a torn Achilles. They are going to see this through. I mean, that is obviously uh, clear right in front of us. It didn't work last year. He got hurt. They are going to try this once, and we'll see. Now he gets hurt again. Then it's over. I mean, at that point, it had, I don't care if he says he wants to play till he's forty five. If you can't stay on the field, you can't play. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna give this a, a go next year, and we will see how important the quarterback is. Now they've got they've got additions to make. They've got corrections to make. They got to fix parts of the offensive line. I think they got to fix the receiving court to a certain uh, degree because we we saw how some of those guys that were brought in didn't do a whole hell of a lot. Uh, what was it? Alan Lazard took a beat. Lazard that took yeah. a beating in that uh, mm-hmm. article as well. So we'll see what they are when it's put together. I think defensively, you kind of know. Um, but this is going to be for good, bad, or indifferent. It's Aaron Rodgers' offense. It's Aaron Rodgers' team, and that's what twenty twenty four is going to be defined by. It's amazing that we all talked about how, and I was fully on board with this Aaron Rodgers thing happening, and thought it was going to work. <clears throat> Nobody predicted an Achilles injury four plays in, but I I would it, this will be better than the Favre thing. It has to be like it's you know that the Brett Favre tenure with him coming here, getting off to a good start, getting hurt, playing through the injury, and then sending a picture of his penis to a employee <laughs> like it's got to be better than that. No, it doesn't. And they look were eight at, and three, man. Right. I mean, in looking back on that year, it was exponentially better than what happened last year to the Jets. And maybe this whole experiment will be worse than that Brett Favre. It thing. might be. I mean, it ain't off to a good start. You know, Favre, I, like I said, eight and three. And the writers were writing about an extension for Mangini after they beat the, who I think the Titans were 10 and 0 when they beat them. And then no one, you know, Favre doesn't tell anybody about this injury. I was around it. Next thing you know, they completely nosedive, and it ended poorly in Seattle. Mangini gets fired. Favre's gone, and it was like, what in the hell just happened in the span of five weeks? Like, that's how quick it happened. Um, in this case, it was in the span of four plays. Let me ask you this, too, because you think you go back to last year or whenever all these rumors began, probably more like March, um, when it got heated and, and heavy with the rumors, and then the move happens, and we think about what it was going to be. And him going to the garden. And he was lauded. This is unbelievable. You fast forward now 10, 11 months. And the feeling of just disgust. (laughs) And you think about him in this team. I mean, you talk about flipping 180 degrees. And I guess my question would be, and it's a serious question. How much of it do you think is contributed to the fact that he goes on that stupid show every week and talks and talks and talks. Now, a huge deal. Uh, Boomer said it a million times, never seen an injured player talk as much as he did. And, you know, forget about him talking about the team and saying the the leak stuff, but then also the the controversies and delving into all sorts of things that are hot-button issues. And that's what he wants to do, and that's fine. He's getting paid to do it. But for the Jets' sake, it's horrible. It's It's the worst possible thing. Because it just perpetuated this bad season. It just it was a, it was a the the avalanche just got out of control because there was never any quiet time. There there was no, never, never any quiet time for the Jets, even when Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. And going into next year, maybe there'll be some delusional Jet fans out there that'll be excited before they play a game. 
But how could you be? I mean, you have to see it. You've got to see him play. You've got to see him stay healthy. You've got to see him throw four touchdowns in a game before you actually believe that this thing can can work. Because there's no blind faith this time around. No, I agree. Blind faith was fine last year, and I was all for it. Uh, matter of fact, I picked the Jets to maybe not win, but to win the AFC and get to the Super Bowl. I really thought defensively they'd be great, and I thought he was going to play uh, outstanding football. I never saw an injury coming. For a guy who I didn't have much of an injury pass and seemed to play through a lot, never, ever envisioned what happened to happen. And yes, you are right. Now it's a prove-it season. It's not, I mean, you can be excited for sure if you're a Jet fan. Oh, that's fine. You can have hope. But at the end of the day, I think most Jet fans are going to take a wait-and-see approach. You kind of have to. Yeah, and this, I mean, the, one of the more, more obvious statements of all time I'm going to make, but it just hammered. There's no better example than this. Like, no matter who you draft, whether you're you're drafting the offensive uh, rookie of the year in Garrett Wilson or the defensive rookie of the year in Sauce Gardner, or you've got Quinnen and Quincy Williams and this great story that, that they are, and whatever you've done as a general manager, I know uh, Quinnen Williams was a McKagan pick, but still, whatever you've done as a, general, as a general manager does not mean a goddamn thing if you whiff on that quarterback. Yeah. And the Jets whiffed on the quarterback as bad as you could, and that, more than anything, is the reason they're in this situation. It sets you back five years. Easy. Sometimes more. Sometimes more. And when you and you when you whiff over and over and over, you're talking decades, and that's where the Jets have been. Yeah. And then they tried to do this quick fix, which blew up in their face as well. And 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 this is why when you're when you're Joe Douglas, you've got your legacy will be tied to that guy forever. That's it. You know, Rob Sala wants to talk about you know, quarterback play and what happens when your quarterback's injured to these other coaches and look at their records when they didn't have a good quarterback. He could try to, to spin it any way he wants. Joe Douglas is never going to be able to get away from that. Joe Douglas <laughs> and Zach Wilson are tied at the hip forever. Yeah, and will be, and rightly so, and should be. Yep. All right, Boomer and Geo with Jerry and for Boomer on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. CeeLo joins us in just a couple of minutes. Top of the hour, new Billy Joel song that we're going to play. Uh, as that is the uh, first time since the 90s we have heard a new Billy Joel song. And 8 a.m. O's the Mentalist comes in here and blows our mind. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I told you yesterday that Boomer had a very boring day the day prior because he was texting us constant Instagram reels. Then he called me uh, uh, two nights ago. Yesterday, I got one text from Boomer. Mm. Just one text. Well, yesterday was a busy day. It was a very busy day. That one text was a picture. Okay. It was a picture of, what do they call the stadium out there? Allegiant. Allegiant Stadium. It's a picture of a Legion Stadium as he was driving up to it to do his show. And I got excited. I got excited for the game. I got excited for the trip. Just seeing it. it looks like a big Roomba, that stadium. Yeah. All black on the outside. I've seen it in person before. And I'm thinking, we're going to be in there. And Al Dukes is going to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting next to me saying, when is this stupid-ass game going to end? This downtime is horrible. Uh, Usher's halftime show sucks. I cannot believe we have to get up tomorrow morning. And we're going to be in that building. The same building that Taylor Swift is going That's to be right. inside. Me, Al Dukes, and Eddie. And waiting through five two-minute and 30-second breaks a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> How many beers will you have at the Super Bowl? One. One? Uh, yeah, if I have, I got to do the show the next morning, I'll have a blasting headache if I have two. Plus, I'll have to go to the bathroom, and I don't know what the bathroom lines are going to be like there. Yeah, it's true. That is a problem. The new stadium, though, probably be okay. This isn't, you're not playing football at Shea. <laughs> like, I, it'd probably be all right, but you're, yeah, be lines. That's true. Do lines you, everywhere. Do you think there's a chance? Because I know, I know you don't sports gamble anymore, and I know that you keep the, the drinking to a, a minimum. Do you think that there's a chance you enjoy yourself at all at the Super Bowl? At the actual game? Yeah. Yes. Wow. No, 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 no. I'm thinking very positively. Oh, yes. <laughs> what would have to happen for you to enjoy yourself? A great, epic game? Yeah. 66-59 final. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of offense would be cool. Okay. A lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and it's just if there's no tools sitting around me, that'd be cool. The odds of that are... Yeah, but this is what I don't understand. These tickets are through the roof. You would think a more civilized human no. beings will be there. Everybody's a tool, Al, regardless of mm. financial status. Mm. Don't oh. you understand? Doesn't matter. I will say, though, there were no tools around me the last Super Bowl, or the only other Super Bowl I went to, the one down in Atlanta. They were, it was quiet. It was, it, was, it was like a wake, that game. It was so quiet and sad and sleepy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, which game was that? Oh, the Patriots Rams. Oh God, thirteen yeah, defensive three. struggle. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, I, I never thought I'd be sitting there yawning, watching a Super Bowl in the building, and I was yawning. Everybody was just scrolling on their phones. Yeah, it was not much happening. I was there. like, this. I, I, I said at that point, I got to go to another Super Bowl at some point because <laughs> if this is my only memory of being at a Super Bowl, it sucks. What do you think? Say. What do you think the prices would be? Now this is going back two years. Concession prices, if you're going to have Al have two beers, what do you think they're going to get for a craft beer? 
a craft beer. We're talking because that would be more in line with what you would get, right? We're talking a pint. We're not talking like a big twenty-four ounce uh, thingamajiggy. My guess is you're going to get a twenty-ounce beer. I don't know that the, at the stadiums give you anything smaller than that anymore. Okay, 20, 16 minimum. All right, so let's let's do sixteen ounce. We'll do which is a pint, right? Okay. So we'll do a pint yep. of an IPA. Yep. I will say. Eighteen fifty. So this is two years ago. Nineteen dollars. Oh, I was going to say twenty. Yeah, okay. Gio was on it. Fifty cents off. Yeah. What do you, what do you think a hard seltzer is going to cost you? Well, nobody drinks those anymore. They'll give them away. Um, but <laughs> they ain't giving away anything. I bet it's about the same. <laughs> now I would say fourteen, seventeen, uh-huh. and let's see. What do you think? A canned cocktail. Twenty-two. Seventeen. What? Oh, uh, this co- oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. canned like a cocktail. Mall, yeah, like a yeah. malt uh, yeah. beverage. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, well, the, Not no. going to a bar and having the mixture of drink. Right. Whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, so you got to expect those to be up a little bit. So you're going to be looking at $20, $21 for your craft. So two beers out, $45. Very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've got a tailgate and drink before we get in there. <laughs> and this is a hot dog. Save some tw- money. $12 and a t-shirt, which I know you want, your commemorative t-shirt, 55 what type of crap is Gina going to make you buy when you're there? Like, if she's not going to the game, she's going to want some sort of garbage. From well, her. she sometimes considers herself a minimalist. I'll just try to, like, be like, mm, you don't really want that in your house. It's going to take up space. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> considers herself a minimal- minimalist. <laughs> yeah, but she loves her, her uh, experiences. Yeah, like, when we went to the Rutgers football game, she bought a pom-pom. She bought uh, a, 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 a brat. And you bought a gun. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any of those items since she purchased them? I have not. Them? Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm. Uh, all right, CeeLo, what's going on, man? Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. So the Nets did go with the pregame video tribute for Kevin Durant in his return to Brooklyn last night. And then he got, we'll call it a mixed reception during player introductions. And forward, 6'10 from Texas, Kevin Durant. It didn't sound like he got booed, really. Definitely a mix, but I sensed more cheers yeah. than booze. We'll call it maybe like 70-30. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. There you go. That was Iron Eagle summing it up on yes. Understated reaction maybe from Durant as well, because he had the, the hood up. He's going through his pregame routine. So you know what's really sickening about it, though? And I, I'm sure you'll have clips in a second. Just like listening to him postgame, you would... <laughs> Like, what'd you leave for if he, he wants to gush about the city and the coach and the team yeah. and his teammates? Yet you, you couldn't wait to get the hell out of here. Well, whatever. Um, I yeah, guess that's basketball-related, but uh, once they tip the game off, just Durant playing some basketball. Booker to the top of the key with a pull-up jump. Short, no good. Run down, though, by Nurkic. Out to Durant. Circles right. Euro step back left at a two-hand flush. For Kevin Durant. And of course, is Chris Carino. The Brooklyn here on the Nets band. suck. Yeah, well, they got beat last night, 136 120, as Durant poured in 33 points to help his sons beat his former team at Barclays Center. When he finally got to the postgame press conference, Durant did give some longer, insightful answers. This hour, uh, he's asked here if he sees his tenure with the Nets as a failure. All star every year. I was leading vote getter every year in all star games. Sold a lot of jerseys, 50, 40, 90, like average 30. Like, uh, all NBA, I mean, was that successful? Yeah, you know what I mean? But team success is a different thing. But you'd like yeah. to put the team, 
the team, how the team does, we like to put that on you know, one of the best players. In other words, it's not that simple in his eyes. So I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> it's a strange guy. Yes, very. But at least he didn't like shut everyone out and just give one or two word answers. He, you know, he, tried he to, was always good with the yeah. media. Always was. Yeah. Uh, speaking of complicated, how about Ben Simmons? So we joked yesterday... <sighs> Hey, he's already on the injury report with a knee contusion, which he apparently suffered Monday in his return yeah. from this latest lengthy absence. And then after our show ends yesterday, the Nets put out the updated injury report, and all of a sudden he's downgraded to questionable, yep. and he didn't play last night. So here was the, Jacques uh, Vaughn the pregame. The of the downgrade came at around 5 o'clock or so. I was like, yeah. you got to be joking. Yep. Well, here was Jacques Vaughn. Uh, said he's got to keep Ooh. believing that Simmons will be able to give them some consistent minutes eventually because... He saw the impact that he has on our team when he plays. It was evident <laughs> and clear as day. Uh, they and so uh, I do look Come forward on. to him getting through this swelling and getting back out on the floor for us. Oh, boy. Nets at Sixers they, Saturday. They so. are better with him, but you beat Utah. Right. Let's relax. Looking forward to him getting through this swelling. Swelling. One game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. By the organization. The post-game show, and yes, I was obviously listening to it on the way home. Yeah. Carino and Capstraw did a segment on Gilligan's Island. A segment on Gilligan's Island? Yes. Why? I don't know. <laughs> How did that I come up? no idea. You, you listen I to the show. How did it come up? It came up. Someone mentioned Gilligan on Twitter, and they got into Gilligan's Island All for right. a few minutes. I mean, I guess. <laughs> this is where we're at. As far as breaking down the current oh team, Gilligan's Island is well, probably more too. appealing. You know? But yeah. Uh, all right, you've got the Red Hot Knicks off winning 14 games in the month of January. Look at a kickoff February with what would be a ninth consecutive victory when they host the Pacers at the Garden. So I, I know some of this on our airwaves yesterday, some concern that we haven't gotten like definitive word on Julius Randle. You guys concerned at all that there's uh, something afoot yes. here? Yeah, I'm definitely concerned until I get a date that they expect him back. But and the Knicks, I feel like they're pretty cagey in general nowadays with the media as far as access and telling us things listen man i opened the show yesterday talking about how nervous i am about all of this so yeah I know something that. like this yeah. is I'm, I'm nervous until i see him back and healthy and by the way him coming back and playing doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be as good as he was because right. he's dealing with an injury that's true so Which i want to the playoffs last year yes mm -hmm. so i want to see him come back and be the guy that he was before i'm not nervous about it fair enough so we had the durant return in brooklyn on the opposite coast damian lillard back in portland as the bucks lost to the blazers 119 160 he got a standing ovation and the video tribute treatment as well. But I uh, wanted to make sure everyone knows that he wasn't crying during it. Like the whole game, I was trying not to like, sometimes when I sweat, like I get sweat in my eyes and stuff. And I was trying not to like wipe my sweat because I didn't want nobody to be like, man, I think he crying, you know. So I literally was trying not to like even do that. But I mean, it didn't. I just was wiping my sweat off. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not crying. It's just raining on my face. <laughs> uh, uh, he did uh, essentially say, hey, chance I could come back here somewhere down the road. So committed to the Bucks right now, but loved it in Portland so much. Uh, you know, you never know. Maybe that uh, at the end of his career could see himself back there at some point. All right. I'll play you a couple of clips because you guys, you referenced the Jet story from yesterday. You went through it. Yeah, nothing earth-shattering in your eyes. I know Jerry felt, eh, okay. You know, I thought it was pretty beating dead horses, I All said. Right. Well, um, I would say uh, Brandon Tierney solo yesterday after skimming through everything that was in there. Just kind of further emphasize where he stands with Robert Sala right now and his status as the head coach. We just were hoping that this coach would be able to motivate and keep things together. And he didn't. Why is he here still? I'm dead serious. 
Why is he still the coach? All right, so he wants him out. And then in the afternoon, Tiki was out in New Orleans. I'm not sure for what. So you had Marash sitting in with Evan, Giant fan, Jet fan, Marash. Uh, they got into it a little bit because he, like BT, feels that Salah's got to be out and the Jets have to make a move now for a more established head coach. You should be as all-in as possible, Rodgers. It is all-in. And that's having the best head coach possible. Unfortunately. Not a guy incapable of doing the job. Boy, you turned so red. Because it's BS now. I'm tired of the crap football in this town. No, you're tired of the we crap We got Aaron Rodgers here. Yeah, Go get the best head coach in place. This guy sucks. I don't think Robert Sala's a good head coach. You give him the best chance to win oh. right now. Because they're not high. He gives you no shot to win. Oh, he walked gas, around no like break. a loser telling everybody in that office what a guy's doing at the quarterbacks. I don't know. Kevin Stefanski got off his ass with Joe Flacco and made the playoffs. He's wrong. So they were going back and forth quite a bit yesterday. Yeah, the visual of that is something with their screaming with their <laughs> high-pitched voices. And, and Evan with the beard. Yeah, right. Evan's got that beard that's got like a red-breasted robin sitting in the middle of it. <laughs> you used red-breasted robin twice did. in the first half hour of the show. I did. Look at it you. was in my mind because of the, <laughs> the right, spring though. thing. It does look that way. Um, and then, uh, you know, Morash looking like a beluga way. And the two of them just sitting there, it just it's incredible <laughs> screaming about football. You know? Oh. It is it's just funny. I did like his points there more so than his uh take on oh, O's God. and all that. So I, I almost mean, called him down yesterday. that path. Oh really? But I had you in my head. <laughs> who had what are you gonna call I just, about? Uh, listen, I'm no Nick fan and you know that. I thought Evan was way over the top on, you know, that this team they're a nice team. They're not a championship team. They don't have a top five player. Can't win without a top five player. I thought it was a lot of what nonsense. Was he saying they've graduated? That was his big thing. Yeah, yeah. I just I thought he was really trying to troll the Nick fan. And as a net as a fellow Nick fan, I wanted to call up and shake him and say, just knock it off already. He sounded I thought he sounded stupid. Personally. Like a like a petty sort of Very much so, yes. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not saying he didn't believe what he was saying, but it just it came off awful. Were you listening when Keith McPherson called in to kind of check them on Aaron Boone a little bit? No. Because they were getting into how... What is uh, going on here? Yeah, well, Boone, I guess when he was on with John Boy, they asked him about what he did during the offseason, and he mentioned how he, he took his family on vacation to Uruguay. So they started like, what? And they went with some other friends, and they were doing this whole thing about why would you go to Uruguay with other people, blah, 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 blah. So Keith called in and basically said, look, I know Aaron Boone a little. I've interviewed him. Like, you know, he and his wife adopted two kids from Haiti. Like, they're very worldly people. So, like, before you start kind of... Taking a know the details. The, yeah, exactly. Of course, exactly. I've had my foot in my mouth many times, not knowing details. And it wasn't confrontational yeah. or anything. He was just trying to, you know, give them some information a little bit. You know where they, Micah Parsons went on vacation? No. Peru. Really? Yeah. Huh. Isn't that where the ayahuasca was with uh, Aaron Rodgers? I think so, yeah. Or maybe Mike maybe Parsons doing that. Ohio, ayahuasca. He, they adopted two kids from Haiti? That's what Keith said, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, know I that? remember knowing that they adopted kids. I don't know that I knew that they were... From Haiti. And these kids are grown up now. Like he, they have one kid that's in college at Arizona State. One maybe is a teenager, Amazing. high school kid. So. There are some really good people out there. I was there. just yeah. about to say that. Like yeah. that, like when, when I'm judging the, the, the core of somebody, like the thing that you can't top is the adopting a child yes. thing. I did know they had like, like they had their own kids and they adopted a few kids that I I'm pretty sure I knew well, they were from another country. You have, you have your own kids and then you're yeah. now adopting kids from these third world countries. Mm -hmm. Think about the two different spectrums. <laughs> we got a guy <laughs> who's got their own kids and they're adopting kids in need and they do it willingly and they provide them love and a home. And send them to college. <laughs> we work with a guy who adopted a dog and wants to give away the dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> complains about it on his Instagram story. Tells other people not to get dogs. Worst mistake of his oh, life. Yeah, worst God. mistake of his life. Oh, boy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Boons have a Haitian valedictorian. <laughs> Incredible. If I ever met Aaron Boone, I'd be like, you regret that at all? <laughs> oh, you man. want a dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, empty nester, your kids are in college. I got a dog to keep you company. Oh, man. That's good. Uh, just to clarify, by the way, only because you guys mentioned it from that Jet story about the assistant GM thing mm -hmm. with Joe Douglas. Just because you know they had a variety of sources, that particular quote and comment came from an AFC yes, general manager. AFC GM. So just it wasn't from inside the walls. There, no, not that specific quote. That one, yes. Right, and correct. I think G even said that was okay. from, from somewhere around the league. Fair enough. Very good. Um, baseball wise, there was some talk maybe Wandy Peralta would come back to the Yankees or the Mets could get involved. Mm. How about him getting a four year deal from the Padres? And I know it's only for sixteen and a half million bucks, so the you know AAV is low. And he's got three opt-outs. So he's got all the leverage. Say, so, hey, if I do really well, psh, see you later and go back into the... I just was surprised at this stage when you look at the other relievers and the contracts they've signed for. A 32-year-old lefty gets himself a four-year deal with three opt-outs. That's a good agent so, right there. He's got all the leverage. He gone to San Diego, and uh, so the Yankees are going to go with their uh, internal options out of the bullpen there. And quickly, college hoops-wise, you had uh, UConn of a Providence 74-65. St. John's lost to Xavier 88-77, and poor Jerry uh, had to watch Rutgers fail to crack 50 last night as they lost ah! 61-46. So. Tough shooting night. Yeah, 2-7 and seven in uh, conference play. Not what you want. No, I would have bet the ranch that they would have won that game last night. Mm. And they did. Late night for you, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was. Not ideal, as they say. <sighs> as uh, you would say, because not you love it. Yeah, not what you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you, we'll see you next hour. It's Boomer and Geo coming to you live at the Build Ford Tough Studio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network. The Panthers, Carolina Panthers, hired Dave Canales, who is the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay 
Buccaneers. And back in the fall of 2022, there was a book that he wrote detailing some of the struggles he had in his life with binge drinking and porn addiction and how he was able to get through that. And he wanted to let people know with some of the things that he was able to accomplish with those demons that he had. Now, the thing that I want to know is, like, if you're in that interview process, you're David Tepper, you're Dan Morgan, the general manager there. Do you bring that up in the interview where you're doing a research on the guy, you sit him down, and you're like, listen, this whole porn addiction thing and this binge drinking, like, I'm really happy that you've cleaned yourself up and you're in a position now where you feel like you can tell people about your struggles and all of this. But, like, am I going to, with the pressure of this job, I, I, am I going to see you with a, 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 a bottle of bullet bourbon and big wet butts on the the screen here when you're supposed to be watching film? You know what I'm saying? I, I think it might be a conversation, considering it's a public, it's out there, it's yeah. a book. He wrote it, looked to say, and wrote it with his wife, by the way. It wasn't just him. Um, but I think you've got to take him and his wife at their word that he's kind of, a lot of people, you know, rehabilitate themselves. So. Yeah. Uh, if it hasn't affected his work, you know, where he was in Tampa and where he was in Seattle, then I think you go forward with it. And you, again, you got to hope that he's on the right path. And it was more than what you said, too. It was also the cheating uh, on his wife and talking about how he would take his ring off and go out with his buddies. And did you see the line? I mean, you're talking about, we talk about the Joe Douglas line and the, about being the assistant GM. You see the line from his mother in law? Where she basically said, I knew there was something about you I didn't like. Now I know. <laughs> Which I understand 100%. But my God. Yeah. And then there's my mother-in-law who likes me more than my wife does. <laughs> so I guess that's a good thing, right? It's not a bad thing that your yeah. mother-in-law likes you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. I mean, and I know that he went to, you know, the religious route and all of that stuff that got him clean and, and, and good for him. I just... I don't know. I, I don't. I'd have to be. I'd have to talk to a professional about this. I don't want to sound callous about it, but like I don't take the porn addiction thing seriously. Mm -hmm. Or when I hear sex addiction, I feel like those things are covers for just, especially the sex addiction. Like someone will get caught cheating or. Whatever happens, and they'll be like, I'm a sex addict. I got to go to rehab. That was like, David Duchovny. Yeah. Steve Phillips. Remember that? Mets general manager. Yes. I Yes, I do. With the, yeah, with the fellow employee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday Night Shea, Baseball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get a, I have a line about that I used back then. I'm going to stay away from it. Yeah. Now. But anyway, <laughs> so I just feel like that is a cover for being an a-hole. It might be. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like addiction with drugs and, and, and alcohol and these things and gambling. Like, I understand. But, like, if you get caught cheating, you're like, ah, oh, I've got a problem. It's like, do you? Or are you just like someone who has got those urges? And got caught. And got caught. Yeah. So I give his wife a lot of credit because they are still together. It looks like from, I didn't read the book, obviously, from, but the story that I saw and the photos that they, they posted, it looks like they've got three kids. Yeah. You know, not infants either. It looks like, I would say, between four and 12, something yeah. like that. Um, that's another thing about reading, or excuse me, writing a book like that and publishing it. Like, your kids are going to read that at some point. Like, 
that's a tough thing to i mean i think it's great for the awareness and putting aside the the porn addiction point that you're making just the but the infidelity and the the alcoholism and all of that stuff like it's great that you're helping other people but at some point you're gonna have to talk to your kids about that too because you've told the world yeah, that is that is true. And maybe they read it. Maybe they don't want to read it. Maybe Dave Canales wants them to read it. I, I don't know. But yes, that is a point I hadn't thought about. Like, how much porn do you have to watch to consider yourself a porn addict? I don't know. I, I, I do not know. Yeah, but just your opinion about it. Like, I, like, um, like a, twice a day? Is that what... Every day? Twice a day, every day? I is that think, a porn I addict? actually think it would be a little more than that, but... More than I don't, that? I don't think you're far off. Well, when I think of an... Because when I think of an addict, I think of someone that's consuming it incessantly. Yeah. If you're telling me that someone's looking at it a couple of times a day, a couple of minutes here and there, are you addicted to it? I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess if you can't stop looking at it, yes, that would be the definition of being addicted to it. I think of more, like, let me ask you this. Yeah. If someone has a glass of wine every day, are they addicted to wine? Are they an alcoholic? Yeah, this is see. These are the things that I'm very, very sensitive yeah, to. This. Tough. These are the things I don't know the answers to, and I don't want to sound uninformed because I know a lot of people struggle absolutely with this. So I, I kind of, I, I do want to. I, I don't like not having an opinion on it, but I don't want to say the wrong thing. In, in my opinion, if you are someone who has a glass of wine a night and you can stop at any point and not get angry about it and you're not that alcohol isn't leading you down the road of making horrible decisions and it's just a glass of wine that should not be a problem you know whereas if you're telling me that the first thing you do like i think alcoholic someone the first thing they do is they wake up and they get the you know the cheap bottle of vodka on the nightstand and that's the first thing they drink or when someone takes the all the alcohol out of the house because you're an alcoholic and you you drink rubbing alcohol like that to me is the alcoholic and that's extreme for yeah. sure and you know also cigarettes i mean that's and that's the obvious the easiest one to pinpoint because of the i mean my god if you, you have the withdrawals on it you come with alcohol too yeah um but usually the first thing when back in the day when someone would smoke coffee cigarette like literally within five minutes of waking up and if you don't have it you know you you can't control yourself i mean I, don't, I think there's different layers to it, but I think you're right. If you can't get through your day without it, you're addicted to it. Yeah, I could I could probably, like, I don't want to stop drinking, but I probably could. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stop watching porn, but I probably could. <laughs> um, the one thing, I'm being honest. No, I get it. The the one thing that I don't think I could live without is caffeine. That's the thing I okay. think I would have a problem giving up. I think I have a caffeine addiction. Okay. Well, I think Be- a lot of people do. And because of our hours, and if I, like on a weekend, if I don't have any caffeine from the time I wake up till about noon, I get a headache. That's amazing. And I, I, get, a, I get edgy and annoyed. May- I do not have that issue at all. Yeah. Like I will go a whole weekend without drinking a cup of coffee. See. I'll go a couple of days, and then there, and then I'll have a day not like Eddie, where he's drinking what nine or ten cups. Eddie, would you say? Say again. How many? How many cups of coffee a day do you drink? About uh, nine or ten. Okay, I won't have a day like that. But there could be a random Saturday where I have four cups just because I enjoy it, and then I'll have weekends I don't touch it. It's yeah. very strange, but I that's a real thing for almost all of society. 
Yeah. Is the caffeine addiction. You know, when people make those jokes about it, like, oh, don't talk to me before I have my cup of coffee. Like, and they're like, that whole thing. But there, there is like a... There's some people very real. You yes. literally can't talk to me. I'm like in a total fog. It's the first thing I have to do. Yeah. No, I know. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I am the same way. And like, it, that's that, there's a craving sure. for it. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one thing I don't think I, I, I mean, I'm sure I could if I really put my mind to it, but I don't, I don't feel like I need to or want to. Mm-hmm. And I sort of need to have that, that burst. Uh, all right. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Free G- porn. <laughs> Welcome, Boomer. With. <laughs> <laughs> With Jerry in for Boomer, we have a couple of calls on the line that are interesting as we continue on this morning. Uh, but we do have to get to this Billy Joel song right at the top of the hour, and then uh, and then we'll go to a porn addiction phone call right after that, which is the which is a dreams come true here on WFA and Billy Joel new Billy Joel song right into the porn call that'll be coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 